as we settle in and wait for people to join us. It's interesting whether you haven't been here for a long time or whether you come regularly to just check in with your state with a sense of how different you might feel from the last time you were here. And maybe that was just Wednesday for some of us, and maybe it was a long time. And don't think about it, just notice how you feel. And how you feel doesn't have to have a label. It can be a, a, a kind of molten mix of feelings. There can be sorrow and happiness, all kinds of things all at once. But the one thing that we can do together, even as we settle in, is to let the attention come to rest on our state. So, so that even though you're listening to me and we're enjoying seeing our friends pop in, we're here to, to notice something about ourselves. And I've been thinking deeply that it can't be stressed enough that we are all welcome here, all of us, exactly as we are. And if you feel angry today, please welcome your anger. If you feel dejected or misunderstood or sad, please welcome those feelings. If you feel happy and interested, if you feel love or hate, please know that all of those feelings are welcome. None of them are to be banished. None of them are orphans who are not allowed. And more than anything else, this is a practice of attention with allowing, a spirit of allowing, letting everything be. Everything. And even as I say that, we, we might notice that there's a pull in us to go outward. There's an energy that wants to go out to fix something or say something or solve something. To, to, to aren't I here to get peace? Aren't I here to get some fresh concentration or inspiration, something? Just notice that pull outward right now, just that. And notice that even though there's a screen, you can soften your focus 
so that you're giving yourself permission to be just like this. Just like this. And um, the other day, I sent around an email that included that poem by Rumi, the Persian poet Rumi, that's so familiar to many of us who have been meditating, called The Guest House, where he says, this being human is a guest house every day. Sometimes it's every morning, but every hour. A new arrival, a joy, a sorrow, a meanness. Welcome them all. And it could seem sometimes so confusing because he'd say, even if it's a crowd of sorrows, welcome them, let them enter. Even if they are going to sweep the house clean of furniture, Welcome them. What is this craziness? If you're just popping in, I'm I'm kind of paraphrasing, kind of kindly butchering Rumi's poem, The Guest House. This being human is a guest house. Every day, a new arrival. But I would argue every hour, even less, another state. And he says, welcome them, because even if they're just knocking over the furniture, they might be cleaning you out for some new joy. And I would, what does that mean? It means it's what hurts, what troubles us, what pulls us outward, that also gets our attention and turns us towards practice towards being present with ourselves. And what's so radical about this practice is that we're being invited and just for moments, moments, no, to stop all striving. Stop all striving. I know it just doesn't feel right, does it? It feels like we should be doing something or or making some kind of effort. But no, just notice how it feels right now to just stop. And one thing that appears is that that striving is in the mind. We're thinking, we must be thinking about something. We must be worrying about something. Tara Brock likes to tell the joke about um, a kind of archetypal Jewish mother sending a telegram that said, start worrying, details to follow. That there's something in us that, that we want to worry. It's a kind of preemptive action we can take. And even if, have you ever had the experience of waking up in the morning and, and for a moment you can feel so open and then something will kick in and say, there must be something I should be worrying about. There must be. It's an impulse, an impulse to go out that's deeply conditioned to go outward, to fix, to solve in the mind 
to tell the story, to update it, to resolve it. So this is a practice for bringing the attention to how we feel in the simplest way and coming back to the body and to sensation. We just invite ourselves. We don't have to like put out on the spot. We're cultivating an intention to let our feelings and our sensations appear just for a moment. And then we notice that that tendency, that conditioning to start thinking kicks in. And that is fine. It's natural. But what we are doing, almost without knowing it, is cultivating a spaciousness, a capacity to be present with a kind of authenticity that isn't a concept. It's just how we are, moment by moment. So I heard this great little story from uh, allegedly Tom Waits, the musician and the singer, and uh, maybe you know him, maybe you don't, but he's pretty cool. and and gravelly and dark. And according to the story, he said one day his kids noticed that he wasn't like other dads. He wasn't straight. You know, he just wasn't like upright and putting on a suit and going off to the office. So Waits told these little kids the story that in the forest there are these beautiful straight trees. And one kind of gnarly, crooked Tom Waits tree. And one day, the woodcutters come into the forest and cut down all, all the straight, tall trees and leave that crooked tree that, as Waits said, just kept getting stranger and stronger. And I love that story because it indicates that what we're doing here together is gently, no rush, no striving, no pressure, allowing the attention to come to rest on all these states and feelings and, and fleeting who knows what with a spirit of your welcome so that they can begin to release their energy and their vibrancy to you so that you can be present. So you begin to discover that there is nothing whatsoever wrong with anger. Anger is an energy. And as you bring your kind attention to your anger, it begins to release. And when sorrow arises or grief arises, you notice that that too is love. And that this attention that you meet it with 
is also present. So that moment by moment by moment, you discover that sorrow isn't the deepest thing. And anger isn't the final or strongest thing. Seeing is. Acceptance is. Attention is. Always there, too. And that this acceptance, this seeing, brings transformation, freedom in moments. So let's sit. And so uh, on Wednesday, we did an exercise and we're going to do it again because we're in a different state. And I think you might find it interesting. So take a comfortable seat and we're going to do an exercise in saying yes and saying no. So take a comfortable seat, let your eyes closed, and just notice how you feel today, not yesterday, not Wednesday, not last year, just right now, how you feel. How does it feel to be you? And you say that not in a spirit of, of probing or forcing, but of allowing, allowing. Welcome. Welcome. Now, notice how it feels to say no. And notice that you might feel more secure, perhaps you think, or enclosed. No, no. Good firm boundaries here, no. Just noticing in the body. And now notice how it feels to say yes. And just bring the attention to your face and allow a small smile to appear like a Buddha. and think and feel, yes, yes, to experience. And you might notice how this softens you a bit, creates space around you.
then let the attention sink into the chest area, the heart. And notice how it feels to have the heart say yes. Yes to whatever arises. Even if it's pain or sorrow or anger, yes. Noticing that when we come back to sensation, to the sensation of being present in a body, we also open to presence, to an attention that sees with acceptance with yes. And notice what happens when acceptance, when yes, touches something painful that might come up, touches anger, boredom, restlessness, yes. When you get lost in thought, which happens, notice this gently and without any comment, just come back again to sensation and to the present moment 
becoming yourself. And notice that you are not alone, but accompanied by awareness. You are not just your states. Notice how it feels to bring the attention home to your living experience in the present moment, out of thinking, no striving. Just resting in presence.
noticing how it feels to have everything be acceptable, natural. The going out and the coming back. And notice how alive you are, how vibrant inside. These things we call emotions are also energy. Energy that becomes presence.
And when you get lost, you just begin again. Come back from thought, back to the body, back to sensation. Opening to a presence that sees with kindness and acceptance.
noticing that everything that arises can be met by kindness, by awareness. Thank you for your practice. And I think if I had to sum it up today, and it would be different tomorrow, um, the practice for me is, it's not saying ever, don't feel that, or banish that, or correct it. It's saying, you don't have to go there alone. That whatever comes up in a moment can be met with kindness, with an attention that sees with curiosity and care. So thank you. And I welcome your observations or questions about practice. And we'll keep it to practice if we can. And it would be great to hear your voices. Hi, thank you. Hi. Um, beginning with the no, I, I could really immediately feel a, constrict, a, const, a contraction in my body. It was slight, but it, I could feel it. And then when we got to the yes, it felt like things began to flow again, um, which is how I experienced it. Um, and I had to remind myself I'm in a pretty kind of excited, distracted place today. But so I had to find find 
uh, presence and attention all over again a lot. Uh, but it was really helpful to use the yes as um, also a way of coming back. Um, so just wanted to mention that. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm glad you said that because we, some of us did this practice also on Wednesday and I thought it would be interesting to do it again because it also shows how different our states are on different days, different hours. But yeah, it's, um, first of all, there's nothing wrong with no. And as I mentioned on Wednesday, I'd heard this um, FBI uh, hostage negotiator uses no so that people will feel safe. But to um, not to take that away, that enclosure, um, that, you know, firm feeling, um, but that yes can invite a spaciousness and an attention that's actually grounding and, um, you know, it supports and cares for us. So as you related, even if you're distracted and everything, when you say yes, as it, it seems counterintuitive, but it settles you down. It brings you to attention, to awareness. And it's a wonderful practice if you're angry, if anyone here has ever been angry, or, you know, ruminating about something or someone, or really upset, sad, yes, yes. Because it instantly, almost sometimes, brings you to that other awareness in the body. And it's quite interesting. Yeah, so thanks for sharing that. And did anyone else have an experience with yes and no? Yeah. I actually had an experience. I, I was um, in, uh, I did the Wednesday practice and today's practice. And in between, I had an experience off the cushion. Um, but I didn't realize until I was a little into it. Um, that I was using the, the kind of the yes, no practice. Um, I was somebody that I care about a lot, did something that felt very thoughtless to me. And my first response was anger. And then because of this practice, I was able to just sit and feel um, how my body felt and what was coming, the sensations that were coming up in my body around it. And I, I didn't, I can't say that I consciously started saying yes, 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 I didn't remember but um but i did got get very curious about the sensations in my body and then what feelings might be below the anger and and just realized that i was hurt and that i was sad um and then and then it remind then i got reminded about the practice and it felt like yes all these feel i can say yes to all these feelings um and uh and the curiosity piece and, and just because it's just so huge. It's huge. It's so, huge. Yeah. yeah. Huge to even if it takes a little while or some of the realizations are after. Um, it, the practice is so impactful. Slowly, slowly, slowly. Um, off the mat. I mean off the uh, cushion. Yeah. 
Yeah, and um, it's. I'm glad you brought that up because um, I had a, a very similar experience today, and something happened, and I was immediately stung with hurt and then anger. And the gift of the practice is the yes is it allows you to there you to see first of all we see that our Condition tendency is to push away uncomfortable feelings. And we don't want to feel them. And um, so with very good reason, there's nothing wrong with that conditioning. It has protected us. And it has protected us in some cases from trauma. But we've become habituated to not feeling, to pushing away or to solving or resolving and going up into our heads to control reality. And this gentle, and again, always just practice for a moment. And, and when it comes to you and, and to just see, have, oh, big, thought had heard from somewhere to just accept this day, not to push it away, to say yes to it, to say yes is to accept reality. And as you so beautifully showed, and as I experienced that anger, you accept the anger and it opens and under the anger hurt. And under that sorrow, and then to have this feeling of accompaniment and seeing, you can also have a moment of connection. This, that this is my energy. And that instead of pouring it out, making my case, which we spend so much time doing, right? Talking to people who aren't there. Have you noticed how much time you spend talking to people who are not there and framing a case? But instead, this radical acceptance. And we have a moment sometimes of, oh, I belong to life. It's like a feeling of having your energy back your presence back. And that's what authenticity can be. It's not like a concept, um, you know, or lifestyle choice. It's a feeling in a moment of being more present right now, not in some future state when you're more something, but right now. Yes. Yeah. So I had an interesting experience. I also did it on Wednesday and I don't recall what, what I experienced there, but this time when we got to the yes, I felt the no come up right away. It was interesting. I had thoughts of no way am I gonna open up to anything. It was very interesting. And then I thought, I, was, you know, I think at first I was trying to get to the yes. And then I, I said yes to that. I said yes to the no. Yeah. And it was so delightful. 
because it was just where I was and it was it I wasn't fighting the there was a certain constriction it wasn't intense but the no had a quality in my body of tightening against it was like it felt like really protective and I experienced it it felt delightful in a certain way it felt um and I was curious was it going to change whatever and I think near the end I wasn't trying to I was just continuing just saying yes to what was there which was this constriction it was a gentle constriction and I wasn't even sure what else was there but every once in a while there would be something else that the constriction would not go against it didn't it didn't constrict against so it felt like a really interesting experience that I want to play with more because often I do have this no feeling and I try to I, I judge it and I try to change it. And so anyway, I feel grateful for this. Thank you. Yeah. Well, that, thank you. I'm grateful that you shared that because it's a really crucial part of the practice and very interesting to say yes to the no. And no can take different forms like no way, no way am I going to do this or give no no, no. And you begin to see that there's something in no that can be wonderfully affirming if you bring this yes to it, this acceptance. Yes is acceptance. I'm not arguing with reality. I agree with it. And no. And then it's so interesting. I one time talked to a psychiatrist, Buddhist psychiatrist, about rage decades ago and it was like he's like remember rage is like life energy like the baby has rage for life you know for food to be held for connection rage and it's not inherently bad it's and and it's anger now isn't inherently there's nothing wrong with it it doesn't have to be banished it needs to be seen and accepted and met with this kind of spaciousness and then we see something that's truly a secret of practice the seeing itself is transforming acceptance itself is liberating and and when we stop running from our anger our rage our sorrow when we stop striving to fix it and change it and contain it and control it and it's the darndest thing when we're completely still completely soft and saying yes something changes and it can be a different thing on a different day you know a feeling of presence or peace or love or sorrow that melts into grief and love oh it's us we're back so yeah i think you. that 
Uh, I think that, you know, really um, saying yes to the no, it, it, I was, it was very soft. It was a very soft experience. Something you just said, it was like, um, I don't remember what you just said, but I felt like energy just moving through my body when you said it a moment ago, that I guess it's, it's transformative when one doesn't resist and something it's is something about the transformation i felt like by being with that no in the way that i was just it was nourish, nourishing it was and it did feel i think you did say something about transfer i actually think i felt some kind of transformation in that i i, I don't want to label it but there was something that was very powerful and when you said whatever you said, I felt resonant with it at that moment. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's like we're all all of us, everybody here, we're braced for rejection. And you know, it's and to protect ourselves from rejection and or censor or punishment or some blow um, figuratively or real. And so, um, so the, when, in a sense, what we're doing with this accepting this, yes, when I talked to my friend, the psychiatrist, at that time, I had a two-year-old, and now she's 31, but um, I, she was a handful, and um, I was, he was, because I just had this conversation, I decided I would attempt to be a good enough mother and just make space um, for this sometimes wild little kid. So, um, inspired by my conversation, um, my daughter had this raging tantrum. She didn't have very many. But she had one this day in the bathtub, like splashing water everywhere. And I went slowly to the edge of the tub. And she's furiously, no, 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 water flying everywhere. And I said, go ahead, honey. Give me all you've got. <laughs> and she looked astonished astonished at this radical acceptance and just settled down. And I'm not saying this always works. And I'm not saying parenting is easy. And I'm not saying this is a magic fix. But I am saying that this is like a movement of acceptance. And it didn't work in future incidences. But, you know, just to, so I don't want to make it seem too simple, but this movement of yes, yes, we moment by moment, almost imperceptibly, are taking our place in life. We're rediscovering our belonging. We belong here. We're lovable, acceptable, and alive. And when we say yes, it's like life is with us. We're not these self-contained little fortresses. We're open to the air and the sky and the sun and all the benevolent forces inside and outside who are here to help us and support us.
um, I had an interesting thing with the no, and that was that it's oftentimes it's very easy for me to say yes, and it's hard for me to say no. So um, today, actually, I defended coming, um, meeting someone today at 4.30 or something, because I really wanted to attend this, and I have, this is a commitment I that's good for me. So I, so I, today when I did, I did the yes and no on Wednesday and on Wednesday, the no felt like a constriction, but today, because I stood up and I said, you know, I really have something due at 5.30, so I can't meet at 4.30. And then they were able to change and they're going to bring over their child over later. But anyway, um, the no felt more kind of, proud in a way like I stood my boundary at the same time when the yes comes I always feel this sort of flow of sunshine energy lightness that's just who I am at the same time I am wearing my Leonard Cohen t-shirt so I <laughs> Tom Waits <laughs> reference so I love the dark lords as well <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So that's just my two cents on how no and yes felt to me today. Yeah, that's beautiful because no can be incredibly affirming. And yeah, and again, this is like I'm not being wishy-washy. Practice is always in Buddhism, they talk about skillful means and and what works, what works. But notice that that no. No, I can't meet because I have this commitment to come and sit with my sangha has a lot of yes in it. It's like it's like an affirming. And it, this is an interesting thing for us to practice with going forward. Like, for example, um, somebody once told me, and I, I won't go into the details, but um, that it can be incredibly affirming and wonderful to say, I'll show them. And it sounds like such a dark, you know, um, and we're talking about Tom Waits and Cohen. It sounds like a dark thing, but it can also be something wonderfully self-compassionate. So these, it's not really a practice about words, but about noticing states. And I do think, yes, you know, can be a very useful word and no can be a really useful word because they're anchors for practice, for seeing. Do you agree? Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes, no. Right. <laughs> yes. And no is a good for the boundaries and then to be proud of your boundaries. Yeah, you can. But yes can also be a boundary. It like it invites this kind of spaciousness, yes. So it's kind of like in um, in martial arts, like um, great Tai Chi masters, Aikido masters have this spaciousness of vision, right? And balance. So like they can even avoid fighting, right? And because. They, they see what's going on. They see, this is the practice. They see the forces in play. You see, you could see that somebody's caught up 
in their anger or their stuff. And so you just stay clear. Right. So yes, is not separate from self-care and yes. boundaries. Yes, that makes sense. Thank you. Something um, quickly that I found interesting with the yes from a practice point of view tonight was kind of this idea of saying yes to kindness with whatever else was going on and having some level of an experiential um, certainty that kindness can be in, in a lot of places I didn't realize it, 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 it would normally be. And anyway, that's my quick little thing. Well, that's a beautiful um, comment uh, to come and comment and observation um, to come to a close with, because we are really saying, yeah, yes is inherently kind. And it doesn't mean be a doormat. It doesn't mean just um, completely absent yourself, leave yourself and do whatever anybody else wants you to do. It means um, yes, um, yes to being present to what's coming up. And it include, and that includes seeing that no can, speaking to what you were just saying, no can be something very beautiful and healthy and affirming. And that, that, this attention is inherently, in other words, this attention is inherently kind, non-judging. It's not thinking, it's seeing, it's receiving. We're letting ourselves be touched by awareness and discovering that it's kind. It turns out that it's not a tribunal that seeks execution, censorship, prison time. It's something that's inviting us to come out of the shadows and take our place in life. So let's sit for a final um, dedication of the practice. And so we take our seat right in the center of our lives and, and let everything be welcome, anger and hurt and pain and joy, affirmation, everything is welcome. And we greet it and welcome it, knowing that it's our energy, our life force. And with two hands in front of our heart space, we feel grateful for the gift of life, the gift of practice. And we don't keep it for ourselves alone. We let it radiate out 
in every direction, always including ourselves in the center. Offering wishes, may all beings everywhere be safe and protected from harm and hurt. May all beings everywhere be accepted and know that they belong. May all beings everywhere be as well as they can be given their causes and conditions. And may all beings everywhere, without exception, be free. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, my friends. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Take good care. Have a great week. Come back and sit with me on Wednesday or next Sunday. Bye. Take good care.